What's up, team goers? How y'all doing out there, Dream Team? Uh, back at it again. Another episode. We're about to load up. Um, I've been actually talking with um, a few people, uh, a few family members close to me. So this episode going to be very unique. I feel like um, just off the information that I gained. Um, <clears throat> first off, let's talk about your heart being your compass. A lot of people in life don't know what direction they need to go in. Um, your heart is your compass. What I mean by that is the passion that you have for something should lead you in the direction that you need to go. Your passion is your moneymaker. Whatever you're passionate at, that's something you're willing to learn more, to do self-development. And that's something you love to do. So it's never like a, a pain to sit there, oh, I got to read again. Oh, I got to work out again. Oh, like any of that. You're like, heck, shit, I'm going to see. What, oh, they do that? Oh, that's how they bump it? All right, cool. We're going to. Focus on that. So definitely your heart is your compass. So in life, when you're creating goals, when you're thinking of, of what you want to do and how you want to make money from it, make sure you use your heart as your compass. Because um, just talking with a lot of people, uh, finance, um, financial literacy is not something that's taught in school, unfortunately. Um it's definitely something that should be taught in school. It's definitely something that's very important. But for some reason, um, especially in the minority communities, the black and brown people, our faces is not seen as often as we would want it to be. Um, just to equal out the playing field a little bit. Definitely because it, it, it's holding our communities back. In doing so, and I don't know if everybody thinks the way I do, but this is just shed some light on how my mind works. Before we are a race, before we are a category or a label that we put on us, we're human first. And in order for us to prosper and to get to the next level in life, the only way it's going to be done successfully and the best way is if we all do it together. Rome wasn't built in a day and Rome wasn't built by five people or not even one person. It, it it took massive amounts of people to do that. And <clears throat> let's be honest, the more we separate ourselves from one another, all we're doing is cutting off that 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 support system, that that learning, that um that that progression that we could uh, obtain as a as a whole. So definitely I, uh, uh, we need to start focusing more on financial literacy and planning our lives together. Um, now me being a person that's in finance, I know finance is not very fun, but let's try to make it fun. Um, let's try to grasp concepts because just cause something not fun doesn't mean someone can be a master at it. Uh, Albert Einstein, they say failed at all his subjects except for one, which was math. Um, I don't know how true that is, but it, it makes sense for he probably had passion in numbers. I have passion in numbers. Um, other people may have passion and they might not like numbers, but they like organizing. So guess what? You do accounting. What is accounting? Just go to the credit side. Just go to the debit side. You're organizing. That's your skill. That's your talent. It, it, it may make you the best accountant ever and you hate numbers. So not knowing the information and cutting yourself off from all the opportunities that you can have and things you can prosper from, it, it it affects you negatively because you can't do things now um, or you can't live to the best of your ability now. And the only way you can do that is by learning. Like I love learning different cultures. Um, 
So when I'm learning different cultures, they're able to teach me and open my eyes up to different things. You learn different spices when you're in different cultures. You learn different ways to do things when you learn from different cultures. Like, you, you get that sense of a, a, a new feeling. Um, it's like a rebirth. Uh, a friend of mine, um, he's from Saudi Arabia. So when we went to um, a wedding that he invited us to, his wedding actually, that he invited us to, just how they do weddings based off the traditional weddings that I'm used to. Uh, with being in the African American community, like it, it opens your eyes up to, wow, like this is this is pretty cool. Like, like it's separate. You really don't see the wives because they get to take their um, their, their things off, and and show their faces like fully and the hair and all of that in front of uh, other women, but other the other men are not allowed in that room. So just to see how that works, like I thought it was pretty cool, like. How they structure things and it works for them. You can see the joy and the happiness. A lot of times when you're around women too, some dudes don't loosen up. <laughs> and then you see like just a room full of guys, like everybody loose, they was loosened up, they were all happy, everybody was moving, like we was cracking jokes, we were shaking hands, meeting people. Like it was it was a good atmosphere. Um and your wives could be on the other side having the same good old time that you're having. So it is definitely Learning more information, and we're only going to get that from learning from others. Um, never tearing someone down or trying to limit somebody else just so you can get to the top. Greed destroys nations. Um, it's a quote that I uh, wrote down that I wanted to get out there. Um, to destroy a nation, it takes greed most times. Someone wants to get too greedy, so then now that influences other people to get even more greedy or to become greedy because they feel like that's the only way I got to survive. And really there's other things out here and greed destroys nations. So how do you confront greed? You help people realize that there's more opportunity, more things. It's not like a scarce system that they made us think. Um, so like I was listening to Grant Cardone, shout out to Grant Cardone. He's doing a great job out there in the real estate market, billion dollar companies and things like that. But I was listening to uh, on YouTube, one of his shows and he was like, most people don't realize it's $9 trillion in circulation. So if you think about it, when you're out there saying, oh, dang, this person took my business idea. I don't have no money. No, like it's $9 trillion in circulation. It's millions of people like running around here. You can create a $25 product, sell 12 of them a day. Is that hard? Yes, it, it may be very hard, especially starting off. People don't know who you are or trust you or anything like that. And you don't have nothing to show for, no credibility. But once you establish that, you become consistent and you sell those 12 products consistently. And then that 12 products are graduate to 30 products. Like you're you're making an amount of money that you need to make. That's why I say when greed's come into play, it's like, of course, we're going to always want more in life. But. Once you set your financial goals and you say, this is the amount I want to make. If you say, I want to make a hundred thousand a year, that's 270, what is it? I think like $279 or something like that a day or 74 or something weird, but it's, it's not, it's less than $300 a day that you got to make. And that's a day. So for me and my wife, we broke it down, um, bringing in $10,000 a month, Monday through Friday only. You're bringing home $500 a day. So if you're a couple, it's easier because, of course, your wife do $250, you do 250 
um, both of y'all bring home that $500 Monday through Friday, y'all making $120,000 a year. And it's $500. So all I have to do is sell 10 $25 products. My wife sells 10 $25 products, five $50 products. You break it down into smaller numbers, you realize how to accumulate the money. They're not teaching people these things because guess what? If there's more entrepreneurs, more direct-to-consumer sales going on, we won't have these large companies that we have. So we won't have these people that are sitting at the top of the pyramid with $90 billion while you at the bottom of the pyramid with $50,000 a year. Think about that. Um, not to say it's a bad thing. Like I said, greed destroys the nation. So if you're comfortable with $50,000... Make sure you stay comfortable with that $50,000 and you go get that job. That's great. Like, we have to start making sure we plan our lives, though. Something that we wasn't taught. We wasn't taught finances, how to manage the money. It's not about what money you make. It's about how you manage it. So financial literacy was important in schools, which I know a couple people that's trying to get that uh, back into schools. I want one of the people who want to get that back into schools again especially for my children. Um, because, like I said, if you can learn how to manage your money, about these savings, about the rule of 72, where your money doubles, um, you're going to get everything that you planned for. But first, you got to start with a plan. Then you got to follow your compass, where your heart tells you to go. And that's going to help you make that plan. Then once you got to the compass telling you where you need to go. You put a plan in place. All you got to do is execute. And you're going to continue to execute. You're going to fail. You're going to execute. You're going to fail again. You're going to execute. You're going to fail again. You're going to execute. And then after that, you're going to be so successful that you're going to look at it like, wow, I, I, I admire the journey. It's not just the result. It's the journey that it took to get here. And it's the information that we learn from the past generations on how we're going to impact the future generation. Um, that's why I said it's interesting. So I was talking to, um, my uncle, um, just yesterday and basically me and him was chatting just like how the generation of kids now compared to when I was growing up and compared to when he was growing up, um, is different. A lot of them, you see a lot of killings and, and things like that going on because of the lack of love that's there, but well, this is coming from some of the They said they they didn't have a lot of love in their household um, as far as their parents being on them or discipline or anything like that. So if someone else does it, they don't do besides cause harm, um, which is true. Because if you're not taught that, if you never felt that, if you don't understand that, like your parents giving you that boundary of where the level of respect should end and begin, it's hard for someone else to do that. It's hard for someone else to tell you to show up and work on that and think you're going to just be okay about it. It's hard for someone else to tell you, hush, be respectful when this person is speaking and for you not to lash out about it. And the only way we're going to do that, a lot of times if you look at something simple as the work hours. I remember my parents used to get home. I used to work from like at the hospital from like 7 a.m. to 3 when I was a kid. Nowadays, it's 12-hour shifts plus side hustles. Plus other things that people are trying to do on top of that and be a parent. It's very hard for you to be there for that parent. You spend like two, three hours with your kid Monday through Friday. 
And on the weekends, let's say the weekends, you don't have something to do. You probably have more time to spend with your kids, but you making up on relaxing for the simple fact. Guess what? Monday has got to start all again for you doing them 10, 12, 13, 14, 15 hour shifts. Like It's more work being demanded, more things demanding your time that you're not giving to your kids. So in the end, what do you think that kid's going to do? They're going to feel the lack of love. Like me, my dad worked 18 hour days. I knew the love was there. I still know the love is there, but it's a totally different, totally different experience when you're actually feeling it. And, and if we want our generation to prosper and these kids to grow up, because once we get to a certain age, guess what? You have to pass it over to them. And you want to make sure it's in the right hands. You got to make sure you get that, that kid the right support, the right love, the right care. And you're going to get that from setting yourselves up and setting them up to where they don't have to stress about the same exact thing you're stressing about. And that's finances. So learning information is great. Um, that's what this podcast is to help motivate people. I wish it was more people in um, the minority communities learning this information. So if you know someone who um, doesn't really understand it, doesn't really focus on it a lot, I say get them started with uh, an Instagram page or something like that where they can kind of kind of see a little bit of the the process and the steps that it go through. Or even podcasts. I know some people who like to um, just listen to stuff. They don't really want to read because they don't have much time. So Earn Your Leisure podcast is one of the ones that I listen to. <clears throat> um, really good. They, they have a lot of stuff that's dedicated toward. They bring um, hip hop in. They bring um, sports in. They bring a lot of stuff that's pertaining to, you know, what the guys listen to. So they can get more information out there. They're real good. They bring a lot of... Um, other individuals on there would come to stocks and things like that. So you're really learning a lot about finances and how to become an entrepreneur as well. Um, another podcast that I listen to to help people become entrepreneurs is called Dave Never Sleeps uh, podcast. It's a social proof podcast. Um, great, great podcast. You know, I have a lot of beginning entrepreneurs um, material in there. So for people who want to start things or when they want to start their side hustles and things like that, those are the two podcasts that I listen to. Um, And like I said, if you have people who want to learn more about finances and things like that, listen to those podcasts and they will tell you about how money works. Another thing is you can read um, Think and Grow Rich is a good book um, as a whole. I feel like it teaches you a lot of things besides just business. Um, That's a good book. I read this one book. I will teach you how to become rich. Um, by don't quote me the name. I had to come back on the next podcast and get and get the name. Um, but there's a couple books out there that people can read too, dedicated to finance. I'm reading um, some in between my normal reading, and basically I'm gonna give more podcasts or I'm sorry, more podcasts. Yes, but more books options as well when we're learning this finance because like i said we're a team that's learning together um definitely definitely one of the things you want to learn is the reason for financial literacy and how to get started on it it's never a late time to start on it you want to start on it whenever you feel comfortable to get started if you want to start in your 50s cool if you want to start in your 
in your 20s, cool. It's not a difference to learn about finance because the key is <clears throat> to impact your legacy. You're only going to impact your legacy by getting the information to give to them, um, starting things for them. So when your kids is born, start a custodial account, put $1,000 in there at birth. Watch how that custodial account grows to your 18 or to their 18. That custodial account that you put money in, you probably don't even have to touch anymore. Now has your, your, your child's college tuition paid for. You can put $1,000 in there at 18. My father put money in bonds when I was um, born. By the time I was, I think he gave it to me 18, 19. It gave me a good start for a, a bank account when I started off to go to college. So I had some money to start off to go to college and, and move around with. Um, bonds is nowadays not good from what I hear or based off the research, only because it's not a, as high of a return as you would think. And on top of that, um, the amount of time it takes to get that return. So it's definitely one of the things like if you don't want your money to be touched, you want to keep it in a secure account, it's, it's, it's kind of more so like a, a savings account, I would say, uh, um, a mid-yield savings account um, because you're not going to see a whole lot of gain from it. Um, but it is something like when you get closer to that age, you want to start putting some money aside for kids or something like that to get started or grandkids or or anything. Just put a couple thousand to the side, get some bonds or anything like that and put your money into that because it moves slow and you're still getting something out of it. Um, it's for the people who are less aggressive and they want to be a little more moderate when they get up there in age. Um, when investments and things like that. But definitely um, bonds is, is it would be good for them. But right now, custodial accounts is, is something that's popular um, for your children children getting started for that legacy. So we just need to find out how we're gonna impact the future generations of of our country. All right, so the next thing I want to uh, speak on is I know a lot of people are looking at social media and things like that, and they see a lot of people um, speaking on being entrepreneurs and, and making money. They're making it sound a lot easier than it is. And, and if you listen to me and you feel like you get that same concept, I apologize. It's definitely not as easy as people are making it seem. Um, just in the last two months that I've um been doing it and my wife been doing it as well we haven't made really any income from our business so it's like you're really living off of your expenses and i could see why like tyler perry uh robert kiyosaki and people like that speak of their stories about them becoming um basically broken homeless in most cases because it, it takes so long for you to take off and i see why a lot of people say it, it's better to keep that nine to five and be, be that employee until your business take off now, if you have faith in what you're doing, um, like real, like strong belief in, in, in the product or the service that you're trying to um, get out there, then I will say 
putting your all into it like how they did. They man became homeless, but now most of them are millionaires and billionaires who who did that, who who went through that journey. Um, so it is a benefit to it, but what people do not emphasize or stress enough is the the work getting to that point. And I think that's what we need to focus on. It is a lot of work getting to that point. So I don't want no one who's starting it or who's in it to get discouraged or people who are employees or anything like that. I feel like choosing a different career path is is dumb or a bad decision or you should just quit your job and become an entrepreneur. Like it's not nothing that's it's, it's not built for everybody. Um it's definitely time you got to put into it. It's definitely effort. It's definitely stress. I got a lot of stress. And it's going to be a continuation of stress because you don't really have no one you can de- delegate things to. It's really you running that business. You don't have the luxury of cutting a time off because you're clocking out at 5 o'clock. When it's your business, you day in, day out, from the time you open your eyes to the time that you close them, if you get the opportunity to close them at a decent time. Um and you definitely it's loss of sleep, loss of uh, a lot of things. So from personal experience, it is definitely something that and you cannot be can you cannot be afraid to get out of your comfort zone and do things that you normally wouldn't do. Um so it's a character building thing, but yeah, I know a lot of people is making it easy, especially with social media nowadays. It's not. <laughs> not at all. Um so I have on my TikTok and underscore D25 um, a couple of videos just displaying the journey, things that um, my wife and I are going through currently, um, trying to become entrepreneurs. We recently moved from Michigan to Atlanta um, to give it a, a shot. So the reason we did that is to make sure we're out of our comfort zone completely. And it's not nothing we're going to try to pick up and then put back now. Um so in doing so, like I said, it's a long, tough road, and I'm going to keep you guys updated. Um, but I just want to make sure I stress that it is it's definitely something that's difficult for most people. And it's not nothing that you're going to see the reward from maybe in the next two years or three years, and I understand that. Um, for some people, like I know many entrepreneurs that say they was running their business for three years, and they never hit a paycheck. Like every dime they made went right back into the business, so it really didn't pay them anything. Um, and I said to say everybody's story is different. Everybody, what they're trying to accomplish is different, and how they're going about it is different. So it, it's not cut off for everybody, but my wife and I, were, like, we're just talking, and we really want to stress the fact that, or I really want to make sure I stress the fact that it's not for everybody. So don't look at the glitz and the glamour and think that, entrepreneurship lifestyle is the way to go it can be but it's 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 a lot that come with it and if you're not willing to put up with it it's a choice it's a choice um you can still accomplish the same things in a uh, corporate um building you can still gain money from having a side hustle while you have a regular job um you can still do things to get money or to get this lifestyle that most people want to acquire um, is planning, proper planning, executing. Make sure you got your career path, uh, career path laid out for you. Um, 
Make sure you have your financial goals laid out for you. Make sure you have your budget laid out for you. It, anything you want in life, you can achieve it. I just want to stress the fact that it's, it's different roles we can all take. It's like you're driving. Everybody have an exit that's for them to take. Certain exits just may not be yours. That don't mean you can't wave high to the people who's there or support the people that's there. But it may not be your exit. You can come back and visit anytime you want. Um, so find which exit is yours on based off your drive. So what's up team goers back at it again. Um, it's definitely October, you know, the fall season coming in. So I just, I, it was just the, sorry, messing up. Um, some things I wanted to touch on was basically like how to manage your budget a little bit better. So with holidays coming up, like since October, Halloween is one of the things that most people try to go and get a costume or something for the costume party coming up, trying to get all that drip looking. Uh, <laughs> a way to save money is to basically use last year's costume. I know most people be like, that's not all like, oh, did you wear that last year? Yep, it's still scary, so I'm still going to wear it. <laughs> I still got that, 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 that smooth look to it. Um, so that's definitely a way to save money because I know costumes get expensive. Um, me and my wife was looking uh, last year. I think costume was running us about um, like $50, $60, $70 a ticket. Easy. Um, and that's just for one person. So if you want to save on that, definitely. I would say wear last year's costume or like I keep a couple years before I throw them away. So I still have a couple years worth of um, costume. So, yeah, just do that you can save money on that um another way to save money is like the accessories and things like that you go to dollar store and you like create your own um everybody got some form of creativity in them uh definitely look for ways to save money save on that budget save on that party um yeah look out um i know that's going to be something coming up i know with COVID, some people may not want to do it some people doing virtual but i know a lot of people was out here so since we're going to be out here let's have fun and be out here um, another way to do it, bum a drink off somebody. Say, hey, man, let's go half or let's, you know, something to kind of save that money in your pocket. Every little dollar adds up. Every little dollar can go towards them investment. So it, we want to save for our future. We can still have fun doing it. There's more creative ways of doing it. You don't have to, to downgrade yourself or, or eliminate all the fun activities that you want to do. Um, just put a budget on it. Protect your budget. That's that's the goal. Protect your budget. Um, you protect your budget, you're going to protect your future. Uh, we don't know how long um, we're going to be here. Uh, we all got a number, but definitely if you shoot for the 50-year-old range, 60-year-old um, range, we all know we're going to make it to at least that. Um, or at least strive for it. So let's plan for it, you know? Another good thing to touch on um, to help save during this time, uh, fall time, is definitely, you know, Christmas coming up. So most people would like to do Black Friday shopping. Um, they wait for the deals on Black Friday and things like that. Uh, the best time to do Christmas shopping is year round. Um, I know some people who do that, they stand by it and say the method, it, it works great. As you gain and know what people want, um, for Christmas, buy it then and there when you got the money. Uh, a lot of times, the deals throughout the year 
will be better than the Black Friday deals. Um, so yeah, trying to find a flat screen TV or an iPod or a Nintendo Switch or something like that, it may be a lot more beneficial you finding that during I don't know when, when, whenever you can find that that sale that's going to be the most benefit. Um, nowadays, a lot of people are went to the Black Friday shopping, and it is a big sale day. Um, so let's remember those prices go up around that time to give you those percentages off, and it's, it's not that great of a deal. So the best thing to do is get it in advance, um, especially like right around this time October. Start doing stuff, little stuff here and there now, put it off to the side. And then when you put it off to the side, um, like I said, you're saving money. So now that's less money when you get it early in advance. It's not going to be a run out because everybody not um, trying to get it all at once. Um, so it's saving you on that, saving you the time and effort. It's also saving you, like I said, mainly money. So that's more money you can put away because you already got the, the, the presents. Um, and then Black Friday shopping should be used as that, that last day to get you a few little knickknacks. You know, mainly on doorbusters is, is what you're going to benefit from the most. The doorbusters is what's going to be on sale the most. Or the, the better sale, I'm sorry. <clears throat> so that is a, a good concept to kind of use to help with budgeting and, and putting some money in your pocket throughout the year. Just trying to get that done in advance. Uh, early birds get to worm. We all know that. Um... So, definitely use that time. Um, what's some more fall things? Fall, fall, fall. Activities. Yeah, if you're looking for something to do with the kids or uh, family time during, you know, fall season, go get a pumpkin. Decorate a pumpkin. That, that's a good fun activity. It saves you hundreds of dollars going out there to Dave & Buster's or um, Chuck E. Cheese. Whatever thing you do with your kids to uh, entertain them during those times. Um leaves leaves we all know fall on the ground but kids like playing the leaves build like a little mini um i don't know figure with the leaves that you see falling on the ground so use that time for activity that's keeping money in your pocket you can use that for other things um during this time usually as it get colder for most people um there's less people who go out so that's helping you out by saving a little money because it's, it's less of people going out and inviting you out to things besides, you know, maybe you get together at the house or something like that, which helps save money in your pocket. Start monitoring. That It's that fall, wintertime grind that people try to utilize because they're able to stack that money, put that, put that money away. Um, so you take advantage of those opportunities. Like, yeah, I show up for a house party. Oh, I would love to. What you mean? You bring some pops or something? Yeah, I bring some pops. It's better you can go on and spend buying shots at the bar. <laughs> you got to weigh your pros and cons. Like I'm, I'm a great house party person. I would love to go to the house party. Honestly, for me, the atmosphere is different. I'm not loud music um, distracting you. I'm not spending $10 a drink and only get two of them. Like, or, or three of them because you're trying to manage your budget. You, you want to use something that's going to still get you that excitement and put that fun into your budget without you destroying your budget. Um, and once again, use that extra money that you're not spending on other things to put to the side for what you want to put it aside for. Um, 
right now and use this time when time grind when the time is the best time that's when like, people are not doing as many trips trips are actually cheaper in the winter time so everybody going out in the fall or or the summer and they they putting on these outfits and things like that spend that time or or save your time for the winter or the fall i don't have to take trips i know um cruise uh, a couple friends of ours we went on a cruise in october it was like almost half the price to go in October than it is in the summer when everybody booking on them, them trips and them cruises and, them, and things like that. Use that time. You have the ability to get everything in life that you want is basically having a plan and executing that plan. So that's all I want to leave it at. Um, we're going to get more into it next episode. I'm going to try to dive into a little bit more. So if you guys have any feedback, Feel free my Instagram page, TG Ownership um, on Instagram and underscore D25 on Instagram. Um, TikTok and underscore D25. Um, I'm on Facebook at Anthony Carey. Um, definitely check out my wife's boutique, SheFearlessBoutique.com. Um, she's also on Facebook at SheFearlessBoutique and on Instagram at SheFearlessBoutique. But yeah, send me some um, information, some topics you think I should um, touch on. What you think going to help you guys out? And hey, I, I was looking to save some money and I will research that for you. And we're going to definitely discuss it on this podcast. My goal is to help you guys out. And the best way to help you guys out is to do it as a team. So if you can let me know the information that you need to get more on, I would love to touch on those subjects and bring you some um, options out there to help you guys get yourself in a better um, position. Um, teamwork, make the dream work. Dream team, let's go.